0: So it's currently Tuesday the 19th of July it's a bit it's a bit hot and steamy it's a solid you know like 37 degrees um I am baking but at the end of the day did I finish my schoolwork early yes and at the end of the day did I thought I should like I thought I should actually get you an episode that's on time um because we're all aware that my time management kind of sucks but I do have valid excuses like sometimes you know, I'm waiting for, th- for that Sunday to record an episode, because they normally do them on Sunday, um, and then we just have a bit of a bad weekend, don't we? We do, we have a cheeky little breakdown, um, mm, and I'm just thinking, I don't want to put that energy on the podcast, that's not quite, you know, that's not quite the vibes, not quite the vibes of the podcast, I'm not about to get you in a depression session, okay, we'll just leave that to me, um, so anyway, uh, but it's a sunny Tuesday, you know, literally and metaphorically, so I'm thinking, why not bing bang bosh an episode now? Um, obviously if you listened to last week's episode or however long maybe it was two weeks so honestly I don't know but um a nothing episode it really was just a nothing episode it was just a bit of a like a catch up on where I've been since um the episode before that um so yeah I think it was just like you know where I've been for the past couple of weeks um and then if you remembered I did say that the next episode would be on my fear of growing up so everybody, here we are. My fear of growing up. Listen, I'm not gonna, I've basically got a five part series. I know, I look at me being organized, but I've got like a five part series for you. Um, kind of like around mental health, but also not really. It's more just like, not really mental health. It's more just like the lessons I've learned whilst being in recovery. Um, so the first one we have, this one's not really a lesson learned, but this one's just like my fear of growing up, which is basically why I'm in this position. It's basically why I'm here. Um, so we'll get into that and then we also, I also am doing, like, an episode on living in the present, um, and then I've got another one on acceptance, and another one on temporariness, and then the final one is on pros and cons, so those are kind of, like, that's what we, that's what I've got in store for you, I literally, I've never felt so organised in my life, like, I was literally on the tube going to meet my friends, because, guys, I'm no longer on bed rest, I'm allowed, you know, a bit of a, 10 to 15 minute walk a day which is really nice um but I was on the tube um listening to some music and I had a notepad and pen with me as I always do like I can't go anywhere without it and then I was like wait I should so plan out the podcast right now so that is only that's what I went and did so only, I only went and did it guys so I've got yeah a little five part series coming up for you just some kind of like lessons I've learned in recovery um so stay tuned. No, but obviously just like dip in and out of the ones you want to hear Um, and like stay for. So today's episode, as I said, is on growing up, Um, specifically the fear I have of growing up. And I'm a little bit terrified because I feel like when a lot of people talk about their fears of growing up, it's kind of surface level. That's not me like invalidating it, but it is kind of just more based on like, I don't know, more based on the future, whereas this fear of growing up, because mm, we're gonna deep dive. I'm gonna expose myself, and yeah, like I, sh- maybe I potentially shouldn't be sharing all of this, but at the same time, I'm like, well, basically, as you, as you all know, I've written like at least a hundred poems. I'm not even exaggerating; like it actually is a hundred, um, if not more, and if I'm gonna publish them one day then it's like they're just gonna all my fears are gonna be in there so I'm like really it's just not that different to putting on the podcast um so here we are guys here we are oh and also people keep complimenting me that I like give Emma Chamberlain vibes and I tell you I've never been so like grateful in my life that is literally a compliment I do not deserve but you know what I'll run and take it um I swear I actually know the sayings so I'll take it and run I actually don't know but you get the gist um Thank you, that really, pretty... oh, stop, I'm blushing. I'm literally blushing. I'm literally, wow, you guys are such like cookies because the way you're so wholesome. Um, Yeah, thanks for that compliment. Anyway, I'm just stalling because I'm really scared. Uh, but I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna deep dive into it. Um, So number one, my number one fear of growing up is it meant losing, oh, it's just deep, isn't it? But it meant, growing up for me meant losing my friends and it meant like losing People around me as we grow older and we change. Um, so, I think a lot like something you'll find a lot of like my fear of growing up is, is very like related to the fear of change, um, which I'll get into in a minute. But yeah, basically, if you don't know, I'm not gonna like go too much into it. But back in year nine, so back in like 2019, um, I just had like this big kind of friendship blow up. Uh, I just got a bit, you know, a bit crazy. Um, and it was just yeah it was not it was basically a toxic friendship group I feel like a, it's kind of like a common thing in high school to have or like to be a part of um I feel like girls more especially that's not to say that boys don't but I feel like for some reason girls just do have I don't know there just seems to be more toxic groups that go on toxic energy kind of back chatting all that stuff so um yeah I was in a group and it just it was very um let's just say now that I've had time to reflect on it and actually process it instead of living in denial it's really messed up my head in quite quite a numerous amount of ways but it's fine it's like nothing against the I mean I don't know it's nothing against the people I don't know if you guys know who I'm talking about I don't want you to know who I'm talking about it's just in general like it yeah it just all of us were collectively bad together so anyway that was that situation so as I like grew older and as we kind of changed and whatever um I kind of became the one that separated a bit more from the group or I don't know was targeted a bit more from the group I don't want to put like I don't want to make it sound like I'm putting all the blame on the other people in that group because that's literally not what I'm doing um at all and I don't want it to come across that way I it's just I was just I just Basically, I was just... I took longer to grow up and, like, to accept growing up because I have a fear of it. Because as we grew up, I did become the more, like, targeted and singled out one in the group. Um, which is... Yeah, which is why why we have that fear. Um, and also because growing up meant... It meant changing. It meant, like, going from... I think as, you know, as we're kids... So this leads into, like, my other fear of growing up, which kind of runs alongside with, like fear of being insignificant because as when we were younger our whole our friendship groups were really like a whole world if that makes sense it sounds cringe but you know what I mean like when you're younger your friends seem like you you normally have I, actually I don't know I don't everyone's experience is different but I presume mainly you have like three or four friends who are like your core friends and they're literally like everything you know everything you learn from every Like, you're impacted by them, you're influenced by them. They, like, shape kind of who you are, if that makes sense. Because your whole school life, or whatever life, or dance life, whatever, is, like, based around these cool friends. Um, And then as you get older, you obviously meet new people, have new experiences, become more independent, whether that's, like, you know, joining new clubs or, like, going to new schools. And suddenly your friendships become a lot more, like... I don't want to say distant, but they become a lot more spread out, like, dispersed, maybe, um as you know as you move to high school i would say you obviously meet tons of new people um and those core cool friends you had in you know primary school are still your core cool friends but you just meet other people that they're not the sole basis of your life anymore they're not your they're not your definition of socialization because you've met new people to socialize with i don't know if you know what i mean um so Sorry, this this one's going to be really messy and like very tangenty, just a warning. But so basically, as that was like the other thing, as you get as I well, not as you, as we get older, I was, you know, fearing this because as getting older meant becoming less meaningful and more insignificant to those friends. um, Because, you know, they find new people. And then also, as you get older, you know, you you establish your own sense of identity and you realise maybe that the people you're hanging out with, you don't actually value that much anymore because it's like actually what you stand for what you say are actually things I don't really agree with um so kind of growing up meant this fear of like losing friends um and because this coincided with me you know not being pretty reluctant to grow up being pretty reluctant to like accept the reality that you know growing up's inevitable um it meant that obviously I became more singled out and more kind of separated because I didn't want to conform. I didn't want to conform to like, you know, what everyone was wearing, the makeup people were ha- like had, I don't know, like topics of discussion. I don't know. Um, or like just general teenage things to think about. I just didn't really want to conform to that because I was like, I just don't want to grow. I don't want to grow up because I don't want to change because, and this leads to my next point is like, if I change, then who am I? And I feel like this is quite a big one, actually, that I don't know if a lot of people relate to or a lot of people, maybe a lot of people are like, you are psychotic. But for me, I hate, okay, pretty much hate. I have a huge fear of change because it. if I change, then who am I? If I change, then what's my identity? Um, if I change, then what part of me is real? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, if if i change then which part of me is helena and which part of me is changed which part of me is authentic and fake and all that stuff um so this was this other part of like again the fear of growing up relating to the fear of change relating to my fear of like identity crisis because i was like if if i grow up then obviously it's inevitable that i'm having to change because i'm having to grow up i'm having to you know adapt who i am um and that just scared me. Cause then I was like, well then who is Helena? And it's like, I think it's like a big part of not wanting to let go. It's like, but then I've like, it sounds silly, but it's like you mourn for your past selves. Do you know what I mean? It's like, then I'm like, well then that part of Helena has died. She's, you know, the part of like being young and being, I mean, obviously still young, but you know, primary school young and just kind of having an easy, simple life. All of that's suddenly just gone. Um, And I was like, I growing up means accepting the fact that life gets harder. Um, And that was like a big part of change. I just didn't want, because guess what? Newsflash, I live in denial the whole time of every single situation, which is why we're in this situation. Um, (laughs) But that was like a big part of it, which was, yeah, just the whole thing of growing up means losing your identity over and over again, because change means instability change means the permanence of instability um so that was like a big fear of mine um but anyway so back to like the main fear of growing up I had which was growing up and losing my friends around me and it happened it happened like this is the thing as you as you I mean as I go through all my fears we come to the conclusion that I have literally just lived through every single one of them Um, which is why a breakdown was kind of inevitable because it's like, I've lived through every single one of my fears. I just haven't processed any of them because I was living in denial for way too long, Um, which is why this year has been such a car crash. (laughs) Anyway, so um, that was like the first kind of fear of growing up, which yeah, growing up meant losing my friends um, because as we change, I became more singled out because I was reluctant to change because I had this fear of, an identity crisis and I was like if if I change then I'm no longer me so then it's like well then who the hell are you um and then growing up this is another fear this one is also growing up men being self-conscious and therefore like insecure um this one's obviously subjective obviously people can grow up and they can be as confident as they were when they were five years old but I think just based on the people I was surrounded with um I saw that growing up made them kind of insecure. Not not necessarily like insecure but you know they became more aware of how they looked, more aware of like how they spoke and a bit anxious about talking to new people. Um, So this kind of planted this fear in me of growing up means becoming insecure and I never wanted to be insecure because I was like if I'm insecure then why like why am I trying to appeal to the likes of others? I was like that sucks. And like, obviously, I mean, obviously, everyone wants to please people. Everyone likes to be admired by people. You don't want to be that person that has a bad, like, reputation going for them. But I mean, to the extent where it's like, you kind of, again, this whole identity thing, you kind of lose yourself and kind of, you don't really know who you really are because the whole time you're kind of a bit insecure and you're trying to figure out, you're just trying to appeal to other people and what their expectations are or what, they might like about you um so that was like another kind of fear so I don't know if that one makes sense that one's a bit of an obscure one but it it just meant yeah it just meant growing up means losing stability over your identity it just means you insecurity means losing that sense of who you are because you start to doubt your own values I don't know you start to doubt like you start to doubt your characteristics because you're like, oh, I don't know if other people would like that. Um, Which is so ironic because I'm probably mm, very insecure now. In fact, not probably, mm, I just am borderline insecure now. Um, So again, this is another fear I've had for so long and I've put off for so long. And here we are probably the most insecure we will ever be. And it's like terrifying to admit on the podcast and will my parents probably say, you shouldn't have shared that? Mm, Absolutely, but at the end of the day, live, life breathe, air, that is not the right saying, live, life, breathe, air, um, everyone's insecure, uh, that's just life, so that's that one, um, and then I kind of touched on this earlier as well, but I said growing up means accepting the permanence of change, um, so again, so this is more of like the identity one, um, I was kind of already basically talked about loads, um, so yeah, gr- growing up meant accepting that change is going to be a reoccurring theme in our lives you know we don't just change at puberty let's say we change throughout our whole like lifespan we change probably when we I mean we we change on a daily basis I change the whole time sometimes I wake up in a great mood sometimes I wake up in a bad mood that's that's change (laughs) um but I think more like monumental changes um such as kind of that transition from primary to high school and kind of high school to sick form sick form to university or gap year or college or whatever you do um, and then that to a job you know all those kind of more landmarky changes um that kind of coincides with growing up because growing up means accepting that change will happen because I feel like the first major change we have is kind of that change from primary to high school because obviously we're in primary from pretty much as long as like as young as we can think um I mean obviously we have nursery and reception but then literally you you form your kind of I don't know your thoughts I don't know your way of thinking in primary so the first major change you have is from primary to high school or at least for me that's how it was anyway so I was always living in denial of that because I was like, but why do I have to change? Why does moving school um have to change any of us? And because this was my own insecurity peeping through, where I was like, I don't want us to change because that means I'm gonna lose these friends. Because, you know, as we get older, as I was explaining earlier, as we get older, our idea of friends becomes a lot more general, becomes a lot more like widespread, unless focused on the three friends he had in primary for example so i was like i don't want to get older because i'm gonna grow up and have absolutely no friends um so that was like a big part of it so yeah just growing up means accepting that change is permanent uh and i didn't want to accept that so what did we do we only went and lived in denial um toxic trait of mine guys if you haven't picked up on that already (laughs) and then oh this is actually kind of more of a recent one as well um growing up also meant losing the hopes and dreams of kind of childhood uh which sounds kind of deep but I think for me I think I mean I talked about this in my episode called Rebecca um but I've always wanted to be a dancer well always past tens. I did always want to be a dancer um from literally when I was like five Probably even when I was four, at this point, I don't know. I had like one phase, did you, I feel like people, I feel like kids always had phases of wanting like obscure careers, but I had this one phase, I think when I was seven or something, I had this journal, right? And then I had to like draw a hamster. And then it said, um, one of like the questions in the journal was like, what do you wanna be when you're older? And because i just drawn this hamster, I was like, I wanna be an artist. I'm so gonna be an artist. I'm gonna be the best painter that is in life. Um, <laughs> So that was that little phase. But when I tell you that lasts for about two days, that literally lasted for about two days. Cause then I did come to the conclusion, cannot draw to save my life. Anyways, the majority of my life I wanted to be a dancer um, up until I was 16, up until I was 16. Um, so a year ago, literally, oh, that is so scary. Literally, okay, literally a year ago today, I think around this time I was doing Rhomba summer school. Uh, Rhomba for anyone who doesn't know ballet, Rhomba is a dance is it company or a dance school? Let's say dance school, um, which is pretty prestigious. Um, and some like I signed up for their summer school, which is basically a week of just kind of doing like intense training at their school. Um, and then at the end of the week, you put on a showcase to like the other performance, like other classes, because you have people who are older and younger and stuff like that. Um, so anyway i did the summer school and i don't want to i don't want to like shed bad light or anything on Romba at all Romba were amazing all the teachers were really lovely all the people were lovely um it's just my personal experience because i was the worst in the class like let's not let's not tiptoe about it i was borderline the worst in the class um i just was facts um it just meant that it was it just put me down because i was obviously you know comparisons Comparison is a thing we all do. And I just do it to a bit of an extreme extent to the point where I was like, I literally should not be, here. like I literally was trying not to cry every single lesson because I was like, I'm so bad. And everyone else else is probably looking at me right now thinking, what is she doing? Again, like guess who's insecure? But I was got in my own head so much. I thought everyone's literally probably laughing at me right now because I'm so bad um and obviously you have to do things like one by one coming from the corner and I was like this is diabolical like the way everyone can watch me being a failure right now anyway it was catastrophic but we basically I've been coming to the conclusion for like probably since probably since 2020 that no like throughout kind of 2021 I kind of knew deep down that I wouldn't be a dancer because I mean as you all know I have scoliosis I was like okay setback number one mm, spinal cord's a bit out of place um setback number two not flexible which is not helpful setback number three stayed at not a great dance school for the majority of my life so years behind everyone else um so all of those were kind of like adding up and then at Ron Arm School it really just solidified all of those facts it really just solidified that right you'll never be a dancer um and I don't know I think it's annoying because a lot of people see that as like oh no like why are you giving up no you can be anything and it's like it's not giving up though it's literally just accepting facts it's just accepting like that reality um because I've tried I tried for 16 years to be a dancer and it hasn't got me anywhere so it's like I just it, it does yeah I just find it annoying when people say oh but like you could have been, and I was like, no, I couldn't have though, it was just, I couldn't have, that is just that reality, um, that's not me just putting myself down, that is literal, (laughs) that's literally the reality telling me around me, that's literally the universe making its mind up for me, anyway, uh, so Romba summer School was identity crisis number one, I tell you, when I, I just had a, that whole week was just, oh, probably the, before this year the most unstable week of my life because i was obviously like my whole life i've been defined as helena the dancer like i'm sure a lot of people don't see me that way but in my head i'm like helena the dancer helena the dancer like that's what she wants to do she's always wanted to dance she does like basically her whole life is dance um like all any act like club she do she does it's dance any summer projects or like half terms she's doing dance workshops like that was me um, for such a long time that I was like, oh my God, who am I? Like if I'm suddenly, dan- like I'm not gonna be a dancer and now I feel completely stripped of my identity because it's like, what defines me? Um, and I feel like that was a pretty big, that's like a huge like factor of why, you know, well, hashtag anorexic, but that was a big part because I was like, who am I? Like I, what defines me now? So I think a part of this whole anorexic thing is like, I almost resorted that as a new identity because I was like, well, if I'm not Helena the dancer, I'm Helena the anorexic, do you know what I mean? Um <laughs> me saying, do you know what I mean? No, no, we don't because you're psychotic, I know. Um, but that was kind of that thought process. Um, and also like Rhomba Sum School after that, I completely like gave up on myself because I was like, well, I don't need muscle to dance anymore. So what's the point, you know? Um, sorry I didn't I did not mean to deep dive this much into you know my mental psych whatever you call it psychology but I don't know at the end of the day I, I'm doing a five-part series on recovery so I think I feel like we just got to go there at some point um but yeah I don't want to if anything's like triggering or anything I'm really really sorry please just click off um so yeah dance was not was not great Rumba arm school was not great um it Yeah, basically just made me realize, listen, you don't need to try anymore. You don't need to be a dancer. You don't therefore need energy or muscle to be a dancer because you're not gonna be one. So what's the point? It was very much, it was very much that attitude. What's the point? Um, That was like a reoccurring thought. Yeah, very unstable week. It was literally seven days and you're telling me it was really, mm, it really played a part. But again, not shedding Ron Summer School in a bad light. They were amazing. It's literally just my own personal experience with it. so anyway, back to the that fear. It was um, change like growing up means losing childhood dreams. So again, as as you as you'll note, that's another fear I only gone and faced. I've only gone and lived through. But again, we kind of lived in denial. And let anorexia consume my whole being and existence because it was a coping mechanism. It was a coping mechanism for the fact my whole identity had just caved in on itself. Um, so that was great, and then. Oh, and then growing up. This one's kind of cute, but also kind of sad. Growing up means accepting that life moves on. Um, And this is, like, going to be not really part two of this episode, but also kind of part two of this episode. Um, Growing up means saying goodbye. And, oh, my God, I hate saying goodbyes with my whole entire being. Um, And this, again, kind of lends itself to growing up means becoming insignificant because as... As you grow up obviously you know chapters come to an end i really hate that saying but like it is true but as you grow up things end that's life that's inevitability that is literally just how the universe works um and you have to say goodbye to people you have to say goodbye to places you know like school um or dance for example so change, like growing up means accepting, I keep saying change, Oh, It really is just an underlying fear I have, isn't it? But growing up just meant accepting that you have to say goodbyes and life moves on. And that is just something, that's probably the fear that I still have today that like really remains, really remains with me. Um, and I feel like pretty much everyone hates them. I don't think there could be one person who would like to say goodbye, unless you're saying goodbye to toxic people. However, um, apart from that case, I really just don't think anyone could enjoy saying goodbye. It's literally ugh, it just sucks. it just sucks. i and it's why I mm, it's why sometimes I get scared of like making new friends and like establishing new like friendships, relationships, whatever because I'm like, I don't want to say goodbye because at the end of the day, once you say goodbye, you become forgotten you become insignificant. Um, but then. But then I was reminded that even though goodbyes are inevitable and life does move on, that doesn't necessarily mean you're forgotten. Moving on doesn't mean moving on, you know, with you forgotten. It just means moving on with you, like, distance. I don't know if that makes sense. It, that really doesn't make sense. I literally just use a synonym for the same thing. That's stupid. But what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> not I feel like normal this is how I'm thinking about it right if I'm thinking about someone quite a bit it's probably for a reason do you know what I mean it's probably because I've it's because they've impacted me which means equally I must have impacted them in some way um if I'm just like if I think about I don't I don't know but let's say I think of, I don't know, I think about this friend in a very specific way and then we could go to like two ends of the country. That doesn't mean I have to say, you know, goodbye to that friend forever. It doesn't mean I have to say, okay, see you later. Like never think of you again. The fact is I'm still gonna think about that friend a lot and that's because that person's impacted me in a large way which means in return, they'll probably think about me a lot because I probably impacted them a lot. Um I don't I don't think this is making sense, but I it's just that thing. I feel like a lot a lot of what we do the whole time is we always think, oh I bet they don't even think about me. Oh I bet they don't even care. Um I bet I'm just insignificant to them. But the fact is is if if you have enough I don't know, if you're thinking about them, it's for a reason. It's because they're probably thinking about you, because you've both impacted each other. I don't know if that makes sense. Um But that's kind of like what helps me cope with goodbyes a bit more, it's like, I feel like this is a big lesson Like I learned when I was like writing a cheap bit poetry. I was like, goodbyes don't mean like forgetting. It just means moving on. It just means accepting that we can't either see that person or we can't talk to that person, I don't know, every single day, It, but it doesn't, by no means doesn't mean forgotten um and I feel like that's a big part of yeah it's a big part of the fear I still have um it's just yeah no one likes saying goodbye no one um but the fact is is that everyone has to because this is the, this is the thing of growing up is I didn't want to grow up because I was like I don't want to say goodbye to these people it doesn't matter how toxic they might have been for me I don't want to say goodbye to them because they've been with me my whole life so then literally since I was like three so it's like how do you learn to say goodbye well the point is you don't <laughs> the point is you don't you have no control over it it just happens um so that was kind of that whole thing and it's why I stuck around with those friends if you can call them them but it's why I stuck around with that group for so long um because goodbyes suck and it's I was obviously sentimental to that group because they had been with me throughout my whole childhood. My whole experience of growing up runs alongside growing up with them. So to think I had to grow up without them was like low terrifying. Because I was I had never experienced growing up without them by my side. So that was like a big fear of growing up because it's like suddenly I have to grow up by myself and I don't have these call friends anymore that know everything about my life um, so growing up this is where it gets exposing for me but I'm just gonna say it growing up meant becoming lonely um, alone but not lonely no the other way around lonely but not alone obviously I was still surrounded by people that's why I was really lucky that I had my sister I could always go to her and her friends um, but I was just lonely even though I wasn't alone um I just yeah oh it just is a bit exposing isn't it but I don't care I want you guys to know but um I just yeah I just felt like obviously I'd I'd had these friends who knew absolutely everything about me since I was like three years old and all of a sudden I had no one um or at least no one that to that on that level so growing up and mem- being lonely um <laughs> Growing up meant, yeah, becoming insignificant and losing those friends, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was out of the group and had to find new people, um, so, mm, happy Tuesday, sunny Tuesday, no, (laughs) but that was that thing, I still struggle with goodbyes now, but for, like, different reasons, um, well, not, okay, not different reasons, but I feel like it's now goodbyes are different because it's like goodbyes to people I really really care about whereas I think the goodbyes previously were kind of to people I knew I should say goodbye to but I just couldn't whereas now it's like I don't want to say goodbye to any of the people I know in my life right now because all of them I care about and all of them I just want to like protect it sounds stupid but yeah um so that is just you know that's a we'll cross that bridge when we get there um this will like kind of leads on to my next episode, which will be about kind of living in the present um, and not taking stuff for granted, which yeah, it's a whole nother episode. But I feel like the best way to kind of cope with goodbyes is to just really absorb being with those people, that place, whatever it is you're saying goodbye to. It could even be a jumper you love. It literally can be that basic. It It still holds the same amount of value. It's still valid as like a hard goodbye, but. What helps me cope with it is just being present with it for as much as possible, like really absorbing, absorbing every fiber of the fabric. No, but absorbing like every time you have with that person or I don't know, every every time you go to this place or every time you put on this jumper, just really like be with it, sit with it, enjoy it. And I just don't take it for granted. So that's something that's a whole nother episode, though, I'll get onto to, uh, which is all about living in the present. But yeah, that's how I'm trying to cope with you know the fact goodbyes are inevitable um but anyway back to my whole fear of growing up which you know I've basically covered now then my wonderful therapist um I think I accidentally name dropped her name dropped her last episode but just in case I, I won't name drop her again um don't even know if therapist is her title but Loki she's therapizing me so I'm just gonna call her a therapist um she comes up with this amazing analogy to help with growing up to help with this fear um and I was like this is too good I can't not share it with the whole entire world um but I'm not going to take credit for it it's all her but change so as you all know my fear of growing up runs alongside change um pretty heavily it's like change growing up and change can kind of be interchangeable um if you will they're kind of growing up Is I have a fear of growing up because I fear being insignificant, but also growing up means change. Therefore, I fear change because change means becoming insignificant. So they're kind of like the same, but different. (laughs) But anyway, she comes up with this thing and she says, Change isn't, change is adding, not subtracting. Oh my God, when I tell you I nearly died, I was, I was ready to be six feet under because, please, I've never thought of this before, but she said, Change is just adding another layer onto who you are, like growing up doesn't have to mean, oh, suddenly you're not, you're not though. It doesn't have to mean, oh, suddenly that whole life of yours is gone. That whole life of yours is dead. No, it just means you've learned to add another layer onto yourself. You've learned, you've learned to like adapt yourself to a situation because the fact is, is that you can't be five years old forever. Can you imagine if everyone was their five-year-old selves? Oh my God, I'd hate myself. Like I would not want, like, you grow up for the better, you grow up because that's what makes you human, like, you can't just have, you can't just be your eight-year-old self forever, because then we'd be asking, I don't even know, we'd be having, like, the driest humor, (laughs) so the fact is, is that change is adding, not subtracting, um, and it doesn't have to, And this is like literally what I kid you not is literally cured my whole fear of growing up. Um, Apart from the whole goodbyes are inevitable thing. That one will always remain because no one likes saying goodbyes. Um, Again, what my therapist said, she said, of course, nobody likes goodbyes. If we could, we wouldn't say them. Like if it was up to us, we'd never have to say goodbyes. But the fact is, is that the universe is out of our control and we do have to say them. Um, But anyway, that's a whole nother thing, but. Yeah, this whole fear of change, this whole fear of like me having an identity crisis. Um, And it's like, why? Okay, now I'm really just gonna expose myself. My parents are gonna get so mad at me right now. But it's, I don't care. But at the end of the day, like I'm kind of reluctant to let go of anorexia and to just be, and to just recover because I'm like, now anorexia is my recovery, not not recovery, my identity. I'm like, obviously for 16 years, it was dance that completely went to shambles um in summer school so then i just really invested my time in you know self destructive behavior by becoming anorexic and that literally consumed my whole being from like summer 2021 to pretty much now to pretty much whenever i recover that i'm like when i do recover i'm terrified of it because it means letting go of being anorexic and that's a huge part of what I think is my identity right now. Um, so that is another reason to fear growing up and change. It come, goes back to the same thing as you become, it means accepting that change is permanent. Um And that is destabilizing, it means accepting, that change is permanent and therefore you lose yourself over and over again because your identity keeps on like changing and fluctuating and you know just i don't even know being malleable whatever um but then my therapist saves the day by saying but change is adding not subtracting so you you even when i recover it's not like oh well the whole anorexic part of me is gone it's still a part of me it's still st- like my story if you will um it's still very much part of who i am it's just not my whole entire being it's just one part of my identity and in a similar way with dance it's like even though yes i don't want to be a dancer anymore cuz i can't it's not like oh well for si- you you've wasted 16 years like your the first 16 years of your life has gone because you know, no longer wanna be a dancer. It just means that it's a part of my life that has had to end, because goodbyes are inevitable, but it isn't forgotten. Um, Oh my God, did we just do a full circle? Yes, we did. Um, But it's true, like goodbyes don't have to mean like to forget, it just means it's a part of me that isn't my whole being anymore. It's just another layer to me. i honestly think i've just wrapped it up here to be honest like it's just very abrupt of me to to end the episode but i don't really know what else to say i'm just just take just if you anyone has a fear of growing up just take like adding not subtracting away with you um and even though, like, I've had to grow up and I, I can no longer obviously be my five-year-old self, that's not saying that that five-year-old self isn't still within me. It's just saying that that's not my whole being anymore. I just have other parts of me that form my identity. Um, my five-year-old humour isn't my whole identity anymore. And thank God, because if it was, mm, no one would want to talk to me. And for a good reason too, like, I wouldn't want to talk to myself. It would be painful. So that's my kind of... That's my kind of experience with my fear of growing up. Um, I feel like that's honestly everything I've got to say about it. But there's just like another part of the fear of growing up I want to talk about, which I know a lot of people are feeling right now, which is what I was kind of alluding to earlier, which is kind of the more surface level looking into the future, um, which is the fear of growing up because fear of the future because it's like I don't know what I want to do with my life and I feel like especially especially for our age right now and our like I don't know this like moment in our lives um it is very fear inducing because we're being told you know find unis, find courses we want, figure out our whole life, create a life plan, get a job, you know, it's like all this stuff is being chucked at us. And some people have absolutely no clue what they want to do, and that is so fine. Like, no one has any idea what to do. Like, uh, we're all clueless, because (laughs) we would just live, laugh, loving, and all of a sudden we have to think about our career for the next 20 years. Like, of of course, like, no one can prepare you for that. Um, So I think a lot of people are kind of experiencing a fear of growing up right now, because it means... It just means like thinking about the future and that's scary because the future's unknown. We don't like things that are unknown because <laughs> then we can't prepare for them. Another toxic trait of mine. I mentally prepare for things and it just sometimes I take it a bit to the extreme. Um But it's yeah, I mean it's a huge I feel like a lot of us can relate to the fear of growing up right now because like I was saying, we're all in fear of the future because that's unknown. And we're t- and people are telling us to figure it out. And it's like, I can't even figure out my English A-level and you're telling me to figure out the secret of life. I don't know what I wanna do when I'm older. So how, like, of course I'm gonna be afraid of that because everyone's telling me to figure it out and I've absolutely no idea where to even begin. Um, And I don't really have a solution like I do with adding, not subtracting for that one. But I will say life is kind of out of our control and what will happen is what will happen. I know I hate this saying, I hate it so much, Um, but I do believe it, which is that everything kind of happens for a reason. Um, And I hate it because it's like, well, why does, you know, why do bad things, I don't know, why do people suffering, why does that happen? like what do they do to deserve that and fortunately i do not i do not have a, a an answer to that at all but at least for my own individual life um i do think everything happens for a reason and ultimately life is out of our control life is out of our control and i think fearing growing up is like no fearing like the future is something we just is not in our control and therefore we just can't we shouldn't waste our time this again is this will lead on very nicely to the next episode but we can't waste our lives thinking of the future because then where does the present go because then it's like what happened to the present if we're all consumed by the future um so my answer to that fear is just really it's obviously easier said than done but just forget it just fear a future just live in the present because ultimately life is out of your control and you you can't you can't figure out the future no one can I mean I don't know if there are like what are those people that predict the future like psych. psych I can't remember it's one of the psycho people but I I can't no we can't predict the future so it's not worth our time fearing it and being consumed by it because like I'm saying then we don't absorb the present and that's when we kind of forget what living is um so that's that um oh and then something oh I just remembered something actually but something with my fear of growing up is it also kind of it's why I don't drink I don't smoke I don't wear makeup I don't do any of this stuff it's all part of my fear of growing up that's just like a really side comment um but if anyone was ever wondering if why I'm a bit of a bland person it's all because I have a fear of growing up um trust me sometimes I would love to get you know a little bit tipsy who wouldn't but I just have such a fear of growing up because it's like if I drink it's okay this is the whole thing it's like if I drink and then, you know, obviously everyone gets a bit, you know, tipsy, then it's like, then who am I? Because then that's not Helena, that's just a drunk me. I'm like, then that's not my identity, that's not who I am, I'm not acting like who I am, that's just me putting on this drunk persona. Um, Same with makeup, and it's like, if I wear makeup, then I'm kind of like, not, I'm kind of painting over who I actually am. And all of it's wrong. All of it's wrong. Of course it's not. It's literally just adding to who you are. It's literally just adding another layer. Like adding makeup. Okay, sure. That's just another way you can look. Adding, I don't know, drinking. It's like, sure. That's just another way you can act. That's just literally is a part of you when you're drunk. That's still Helena. It's just drunk Helena. It doesn't mean that Helena's gone. It's just a different version of you. Um, So what have we realized today? We've realized that I've had to live through every single one of my fears of growing up. Uh, we lived in denial for a bit too long, which is why we're in this position. But we've also learned that um, change is adding, not subtracting. Um, we've learned that we don't have to fear the future because life is out of our control. And ultimately by fearing the unknown, we lose sight of what present, of what the present is and what living is like. Um, and I think I'm gonna end the episode here. Uh, I feel like I've kind of said everything I wanna say. I did not intend on it being this long. I thought it'd be a cute like 20 minute episode, but I feel like it was kind of a big one. So anyway, I hope you all enjoyed my little fear of growing up a little bit. You know, what? I forget that there are literally people listening to this, but at this point you're in the room with me and you are my therapist now because we're all having a chit chat together. Um, You're all nodding your heads behind the screen like, yep Mm mm-hmm i feel it or maybe you're like i've never felt this in my life and that is literally okay i'm very happy that you don't have to have this fear um anyway i hope yeah i hope you all enjoyed i hope this summer heat hasn't got you sizzling too much everyone go get a glass of water put some ice in it so so put some ice in it so there's condensation on the outside of the glass oh delicious um enjoy your holidays and i'll be back very soon with the next episode on living in the present Bye!